Today on CityCast Philly. While some people may be rushing to the store looking for cranberry sauce or prepping those casseroles, others like me are ditching the cooking responsibilities altogether this Thanksgiving. Our food contributor, Jackie Freiberg, is here with recommendations for restaurants where you can grab a Thanksgiving meal without having to cook. Plus, we'll hear some cooking tips from Philly chef Elijah Milligan if you do plan on making a delicious meal tomorrow. It's Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. I'm Trinae Nuri, and this is CityCast Philly. Jackie, what do you typically do on Thanksgiving? Um, it depends. Sometimes I stay in the city. Um, sometimes I just get together with my family down the Jersey Shore. Uh, we usually like also ask friends and family who don't really have anyone to like join us on the Thanksgiving holiday just to uh, make sure that nobody feels alone. And then we kind of all bring a dish and it's kind of like a friend's family giving. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I know that you highlight and document some really great restaurants in the city, but do you actually do some cooking on Thanksgiving? Uh, personally, I love a good sweet potato casserole. That's um, my okay. main contribution. Um, <laughs> but then sometimes I'll dabble in, you know, desserts, but non-traditional Thanksgiving desserts, but I love, you know, cookies and brownies and all of the sweets. Me too. I love a good cheesecake. That's oh. my thing. If cheesecake is on the table, I am a happy person. <laughs> so Jackie, where can people go to get a traditional Thanksgiving meal in the city that's not going to cost, you know, like $100 or more per person? Um, I think for ho like the holidays, it's really hard to find a traditional meal at a lot of restaurants. So my go-to is always if you're looking during a holiday for a restaurant to go to a hotel because they're always going to have a restaurant open 24-7, 365. Um, so in the city, there is two great ones that I um, saw at Bank and Bourbon. Um, there's one. It's $85 like buffet for adults. And then there's also one at the Bellevue Grand Ballroom for $75 per person. Um, but there you're going to get all the fixings in a buffet. And I think that's just a really great deal. Okay, sounds good. So we all know that there are the annual Thanksgiving parades, yes. um, especially in Philly, which happens on the Ben Franklin Parkway. Yeah, I used to live right by that, by the parkway. And oh, boy, okay. that road is shut down on Thanksgiving morning. <laughs> right. Lots of traffic lots and people traffic. out on floats. Uh, Jackie, any place on the parade route where people could grab something to eat? Yeah. So Urban Farmer is right there um, on the Ben Franklin Parkway. Um, and they have stuff like short rib gnocchi, roasted turkey. They have tons of stuff that's right there. Um, and if you want to avoid direct traffic on and foot traffic on the road, you can probably just head over to Rittenhouse and go to Park. Uh, they have a special menu of roasted turkey and butternut squash, et cetera. So they, they never miss. Love it there. That's awesome. So how about your pick for a non-traditional Thanksgiving dinner? Um, so I saw a few that really piqued my interest. And one of the things I love doing is going to a Brazilian steakhouse. Okay. Um, Chima and Fogo de Chao both have all you can eat like buffets there. And I think that that's always just like a unique experience to see a different take on a traditional Thanksgiving. So what are these steakhouses serving? 
So they do a tr traditional Brazilian steakhouse where they're just constantly bringing meats that, that you can try, but then they're also going to have, you know, their take on a traditional Thanksgiving menu with turkey, cranberries, sweet, sweet potato casserole, etc. So I think it's just kind of the best of both worlds. Great. Jackie, any tips on how to get into some of these busy restaurants on Thursday? So there's a ton of places that unfortunately you needed to make reservations before you know the 19th or something like that i think there are tons still open i believe oyster house is open garces trading companies doing stuff um tulip pasta and wine bar um, walnut street cafe so those are just a few that you can definitely check out there's a ton of places that have availability still so definitely just check any of your normal reservation websites Okay, that's good to know. And finally, since this is the holiday about being thankful and giving back, you know, last week on the show, we talked about places where people can volunteer in the city. Um, Jackie, where are some places where people can, you know, give back? Oh, one of my favorite social missions is the Greater Philadelphia Coalition Against Hunger, and they connect people with food assistance. And for the holidays, they're partnering with churches and emergency food providers to serve holiday dinners. Um, they have a ton of opportunities on their site. So if you go to hungercoalition.org, there's plenty of things to do, especially on Thanksgiving Day. You can volunteer your time. Um, just make sure you contact the food provider first and make sure that they still need volunteers. But it's an amazing way to give back on, on the holidays. And it's a great way to spend time with your family as well. Jackie Freiberg is our food contributor. Thank you so much for being on CityCast Philly. Of course. Thanks so much. Get more food recommendations from Jackie by following her on Instagram at Bon Appetit. We'll have links in our show notes. Now, for our listeners who are cooking a delicious meal, Chef Elijah Milligan, executive chef at the Leah Kors Center in North Philly, is here to help. Hey, Chef. Hi, how are you? I'm good. All right, I'm curious. Chef, what's your favorite meal to eat on Thanksgiving? I would say my absolute favorite. I know it's a little cliche, but I'm just a sucker for a great turkey. Um, you know, it's that time of year to do so. Um, I think it's weird if you pull out a, you know, full turkey any other time of the year or so. So I think it's the right. perfect time of year. <laughs> and, you know, for me, it's the art of it. You know, always the trick is like making sure that turkey is nice and moist, not dry, you know, um, flavorful all the way throughout. You know, you have some turkeys where the outside is very flavorful, but the inside you get to it's a little boring and bland. So mm -hmm. my fun is just really making sure that whole turkey is, you know, looks appealing, um, tastes great, it's nice and juicy, great for those leftovers a few days afterwards. Um, and I think all the little goodies you get out of it, like making a beautiful turkey stock, turning that into sauce, you know, or to the gravy. Right. So um, I'm actually looking forward to that for uh, Thanksgiving Thursday. Okay, so how do you ensure that the turkey is juicy all the way through and not dry? <laughs> well, first thing first, you know, time management is key, but making sure that you brine it. Um, I'm definitely a fan of brining anything poultry. Turkeys is a definite um, because it's that season, I typically go with a cider. Um, so I'll just do a local apple cider, some spices, a little bit of red wine, some fresh aromatics like thyme, bay leaf, a little rosemary, some garlic. Um, this year I actually added in a nori leaf or a seaweed kombu leaf. Oh, um, nice. And that's just going to help with the umami flavor. Honestly, brining is just, you know, whether you do it for six hours, 24 hours, or 48 hours, um, it's definitely going to be better than not brining your turkey. Um, and it does a few different things, right? One, it's going to add flavor all the way throughout my turkey. It's going to help break down some, the protein, make it a bit more tender. 
And then also the sugar from the brine is going to help with um, some nice color on outside the turkey as well. So what if I have a frozen turkey? Like, what's the first step that I should do? Uh, first step is just definitely be in a fridge or if you, you know, if you're really in a rush, I would say, you know, under your, your kitchen, a clean kitchen sink, under running water, um, preferably cold water. Um, and if you're just pulling your turkey out today, let's see. <laughs> Might be in a little you're bit in bad shape. <laughs> Might be in bad trouble. You know, it's funny because I was actually at the grocery store earlier and I saw people you know, fighting over the last few turkeys. And I'm like, man, you're going to be in trouble. And that's going to come out dry too, so. (laughs) I would say, I think my tip is for people to maybe make a chicken instead or a ham. Absolutely. So I actually do have for last minute requests um, because turkey's already called for. So I'm actually doing some spatchcock chickens too. It's a whole chicken and you're taking the backbone out and opening it to it's just kind of one layer. And it's going to help cook that whole thing a lot faster as well. Keep it nice and juicy. Um, and it just helps uh, ensure even cooking all the way throughout. And that's actually going in that same apple cider brine. Oh, it's like butterfly style. Exactly. Got it. When was the first time you cooked a Thanksgiving meal? Do you remember? Uh, so actually very, very young. Um, and it's funny because right before I got on with you, I just got the phone with my grandmom and she is the mm. reason behind that. Um, oh. So we actually had a deal and it's actually, you know, I actually use this story a lot because it's almost my origin story in the kitchen. Um, but, you know, many years ago growing up, I would say at the age of five or six, um, I always had a deal cut with my grandma. We'd go over to Granny's house for, you know, Christmas. And, you know, part of the deal was if I helped her out for Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner, I got to open all my gifts really early. And then I would actually yeah. <laughs> close them um, until the rest of my siblings and cousins came down. But I already knew what I got. Um, we were in that kitchen at, you know, <laughs> 11 o'clock at night, back up at 2 a.m., finishing up stuff. So, um, but that was just like, you know, one-on-one time with me and Granny. She showed me some of those tricks and skills that she has. Um, and again, I got to open my presents in return. So, um, you know, I still actually remember the first time her yelling at me about, you know, when I had to go inside the turkey and dig the, you know, livers and the giblets out and all that stuff. Yeah. Freaking out. <laughs> so, like, how I may handle turkeys now, you know, it's night and day. So, <laughs> that's really great. And my last question before you go. Are you cooking solo in the kitchen or do you like to have help? Uh, depends on my mood, right? Uh, right. You, know, if it's, uh, you have sous chefs around? <laughs> yeah. You know, this year, you know, the exception of doing, you know, the major proteins, I'm going to let everyone else do their thing. I tend to kind of take over these holiday dinners and then, you know, I find myself stressed out because, again, I do it, you know, almost every day of the year. You know, I like to actually relax a little bit on Thanksgiving, so... The more help, the merrier, right? Um, just don't get in the right. way when it's time for me to heat up my stuff and you know, <laughs> don't touch my stuff and we're good. <laughs> well, Chef Elijah, I hope you get to enjoy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for the turkey tips, the chicken tips, and being here on CityCast Philly. Absolutely. My pleasure, Trinae. Thanks for having me. Be sure to follow more from Chef Elijah on Instagram at underscore Chef Elijah DM. And here's what else Philly's talking about. The oldest Thanksgiving Day parade in the country is set to kick off tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. along the Ben Franklin Parkway. It's free and open to the public. There will be a live broadcast on 6ABC starting at 8.30 a.m. According to the city, special guests include Emmy Award-winning writer Quinta Brunson and Emmy Award-winning actress Cheryl Lee Ralph, both from Abbott Elementary. 
Singer, songwriter Smokey Robinson's going to be there. And the cast from Tina, the Tina Turner musical, will also be on the parkway. Keep in mind, though, there are a number of road closures around the Art Museum, Kelly Drive, Aikens Oval, and the Parkway. Go to phila.gov for more details. And finally, as the world has its eyes on the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar, here, Philly fans are cheering on one of its own. Philadelphia Union defender Olivier Umbaizo is on the 26-man roster for Cameroon. They are set to face off against Switzerland tomorrow, November 24th. According to the Union, this is Umbaizo's first time playing in the World Cup. Good luck. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. Our lead producer is Alexandra McMahon. Our producer is Abby Fritz. Our newsletter editor is Brittany Valentine. And our host is me, Trina Marie. Music is by Philly's own Interminable. The whole team here at CityCast Philly hope you and your family and friends are safe and healthy this holiday season. Be sure to listen to some of our other episodes, like the one we did with the history of the Trocadero Theater, or the one about the accuracy of Abbott Elementary. Or maybe you'll like the one we did at Polly G's Soul City Slice and talked about the Phillies heading to the World Series. Tell everyone at the dinner table that we'll have links to those shows in our morning newsletter. We'll be back Monday morning with more news from around the city. Bye.